The Brian Golf Show. Four! Presented by Cobra Puma Golf. That was an excellent shot. Yeah, real good form. Welcome to the show. On this show, it's just me. It's just Brian. So I'm going to recap a little bit of what went down this past weekend at Victoria National Golf Club at the Victational, presented by Dormy Network, which, before anything, I've got to just touch on the Dormy Network and what they are, which is six golf courses, and they're consistently and constantly going to be adding more, it seems, from what I hear. And it's one membership. So you join the Dormy Network, and all of a sudden you're a member of all these golf courses like Victoria National, which, as far as I'm concerned, is next level as far as golf goes. Another one that you might have seen. I know Zach Blair did the Ringer 2 at Dormy Club, which is uh, in Aberdeen or just outside of Pinehurst in North Carolina there. So a uh, good little area for golf. Well, that one is one that we are looking to do in an event at. But, uh, you know, me, I'm, I'm an Indiana boy. I'm from Indy, like literally Indianapolis. So I'm from Plainfield, Indiana. Grew up playing Deer Creek Golf Club. And uh, that's in Clayton. So just west of Indianapolis Airport. But I did have a stint in the radio days where I was on Hot 96 in Evansville, Indiana. And down there, I was a member of a golf course. It was called Rolling Hills Country Club, and it was $100 a month. It was super cheap for a junior. And about five seconds across a, a cow field, a cornfield, was Victoria National Golf Club. And I've had this infatuation with the course ever since I, I first saw it kind of from the road and, and you know, or, I guess kind of from a little side road, I was able to see Victoria National and, and just kind of how obviously uh, renowned it was in the state of Indiana. You could just look at it and you could tell this golf course is special and it was pretty private. You didn't just get on it, Vic, but then Dormy Network takes over. You join the Dormy Network and all of a sudden it's like, boom, you're a member of Victoria. And it's like, what? It's just, this is like a top 100 or maybe even a top 50 golf course in America. It's Tom Fazio design. It used to be these strip mines in Southern Indiana that I guess Fazio went in and he was like, look, there are 18 distinct golf holes here. And I wish that I could see what the before was because the golf course itself, before we get into what happened at the Victational, I have to touch up on how just when you step on property at Vic, the golf course itself is just like, okay, so I see one, I mean, this is like when you're at the clubhouse, you're, you see one, two, three, four, you see like five or six greens, five or six pins. And ever since Dormy took over, you know, they've got these sick pins. It's this colorway where it's kind of like a, you know, a um, white and black checker going up the pole and then it's red. And then the flag, the, the Victoria, Victoria National logo, is, it used to be black and gold. And now they've kind of converted to this red and white. And you just see these flags all over and it, it's just special, and it was like a really cool place to host eight of our players that played in Steez and T's events this year. So I'm just going to go down the list real quick and, and just straight up get to the winners. It was a uh, best ball match play, kind of like a Final Four. So think of the NCAA tournament, the Final Four. That's what we had going on here with uh, Derek Tebow and Wes Graham playing in the first round. Keith Lally and Ryan Hardenbrook winning their match to advance to the championship. And then uh, Chris Boylan and Todd Seabach taking on Jason Hall and Matt Hansen with Chris and Todd advancing onto the championship and playing on Sunday against Derek and Wes. So Chris, real quick thing with Chris and even Todd, they both separate partners got second at Battle at the Beach. And then Chris ended up coming and playing at um, Forest Dunes 
earned some wild card points at Battle at the Loop, but then he played again at Battle at the Bay at Innisbrook with his buddy Jason, and they got second. So Boylan got second in two events and ended up losing and getting second again to our eventual champions, Derek Tebow and Wes Graham, otherwise known from here on out as the Seltzer Boys. You'll see the video. They are the Seltzer Boys. Florida Seltzer Boys, you just follow those guys on IG. I mean, they definitely had the Seltzer going, and that was a big key to victory and why I believe they won. But truly, the golf course tore everybody up. It was hard. You had to be precise on this golf course. You know, it was one of those things where it was nice to have a partner, but at the same time, you, man, you get out of position and uh, Victoria National bites you in the ass pretty hard. And so Wes and Derek closed out the match uh, on the 15th hole. Actually, it's crazy to finish 16, 17, and 18 and at Victoria National are probably, if you've ever watched the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, they're probably the three hardest holes there. Definitely three of the most intimidating holes there. They might not be the hardest, but they're definitely the most intimidating, you know, especially like when you're having a good round and you're like trying to hold on. There are three holes that you just, you just don't play. You still have to like play aggressive uh, because if you kind of let off, then you can easily make a double bogey. Not that I did that, but I did <laughs> twice. Okay. When playing the golf course uh, myself, not a part of the competition, but no matches made it in two days to the 16, 17 and 18th hole. I don't think, which was kind of crazy to me. Cause that was like when I envisioned, I was like, man, I'm, I can't wait to see these matches ending on these three holes because that's just cool. That's like what you see on TV. You know, you see the guys, you know, if you've listened to this pod, you know, I talked to Chris Baker about it. You, you, you see him on TV getting his PGA Tour card, earning it on three of the toughest holes. Not just at Victoria National, but like in golf because it's, they're really hard. So congratulations, Derek Tebow, the Seltzer Boys, Wes Graham, you guys earned it and played really well two straight days. Uh, but closed out both their matches on the uh, par 5 15th. I think Wes had like driver 8 iron into uh, 15 the first day. And he probably had actually shorter in the second day. Just because there's, I mean, there's a lot of really cool holes where you can play the right or aggressive angle. You can hit a speed slot. But Victoria National, you got to hit it straight or otherwise you're just not, you're not going to score. So it was uh, a ton of fun. You know, I got to think. Dormy Network, first and foremost, you know, they've been partners with us for all of our events, you know, and sponsorship deal for this event to get eight players to play this golf course and competition was really cool and really special and something I'm extremely proud of that Mel and I was able to, you know, put together just a reason to get eight golfers from the year's events to a place that uh, I was infatuated with and now can personally say that after experiencing it, I, I love, like I absolutely Love it, and it feels a little bit like home to me just being an Indiana golf course. And then Victoria National, um, thanks to Ron Philo Jr. Jessica, you were amazing. The hospitality is amazing. Got to really give some love to Mr. Tom Rose. He's a legend, the director of golf, the DOG. He, uh, he was taking care of us in every single way possible. When the director of golf is delivering drinks out in the middle of your round to you, you know that they know how to take care of their people, all right? And that's that's exactly kind of the staff they have there at Victoria National. The food's amazing. They have these boozy milkshakes, okay? The boozy milkshakes, like, basically, it's a, it's a milkshake, peanut butter, ice cream, and then they have, you know, like, this screwball whiskey in there, and basically, it just tastes like a chocolate peanut, like a Reese's cup, but there's whiskey in it. Not going to lie, 
I switched mine after Derek came up with this great idea to throw some Kahlua in there. I don't really do whiskey. The wife drank mine. If that tells you anything about my relationship with whiskey, it's not good. It's not good when your wife is more man than you and grabs your whiskey drink. Even when it's an ice cream drink, I couldn't drink whiskey and it was mixed with ice cream, but it did taste pretty good. Nonetheless, it just, the whiskey hit me putting the Kahlua in it. That was, that was next level. Um, I can't, you know, I put some notes down just on Vic that I want to make sure because, you know, I really hope that you see pictures on Instagram. We'll continue to post them on mine, you know, Brian Goff and as well as, uh, Steez and T's, some of the players that were there, you'll you'll see up on there and they'll post on their social as well. I'm, I'm sure just because a bunch of pictures are going to be coming out, but um, I hope you see it and you go, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious about this Stormy Network. I'm curious about this golf course because it's it's really a good deal the way it works out. And so I, I really, I, I urge you to go to dormynetwork.com and learn a little bit more about it. If you get the right crew, it could be a lot of fun. I mean, it could just be a lot of fun, a really unique membership, you know, especially if you're a travel guy. You like to travel a lot, play a lot of golf. You've got to go to Victoria National. I can say this, by a landslide, playing all the way back, it is the hardest, most intimidating golf course I've ever played. And I haven't played a lot of crazy hard golf courses, you know, like I, meaning I haven't played Oakmont and Winged Foot and courses like that that, you know, the Marions of the world or Medinas, you know, these golf courses that everybody is, you know, known and know that they're hard. I haven't played Torrey Pines in U.S. Open conditions, clearly, right? But as far as just jumping out, I can tell you I played Chambers Bay and that was pretty difficult because it was tricky. And I played like absolute dog crap when I played Chambers Bay. And I still put up about the same score that I did playing Victoria National, playing pretty good. Uh, I played 36 holes from the tips, okay? And um, for the record, I'm a zero handicap. Like, I'm literally right at zero. I'm like a point plus four or plus point four or something like that. So I'm a zero. I shot 81-79. And um, I'm I'm not going to asterisk the 79 because it was what it was. If I wasn't playing, like we were playing a little money game, if I wasn't playing with Wes, who also shot 79. But if I wasn't playing with him, and he did what he did on 16, 17, and 18 in pitch black dark, then I would have an excuse because I did the exact opposite. He reeled off three pars in the dark on 16, 17, and 18. Whereas I went double bogey, bogey, bogey to shoot 79. So that just should tell you, though, I had three birdies on the back nine, I bogeyed holes that you should probably bogey, like 14. I bogeyed 14. 11's a really difficult part three, really long. It's 230 from the back, all over water. It's a very difficult hole. Um, You know, I was playing really good and still shot 79. I mean, like that to to me. And then for y'all, if you put it in your handicap card or whatever it may be, you know, you go in the gym and you put 79 in there, and you played from the tips at Vic, that's literally like a one, like a one handicap. So, you know, that's like a 78 would be scratch, which is just, I mean, that is absolutely crazy to me that that's even a thing. That's got to be the most difficult golf course on the scorecard that I have ever played. And I shot 81-79 there, and I'm telling you, 
Day one, uh, I three-putted three or four times. It was pretty bad, but that's just kind of getting used to it. I don't remember three-putting at all the second round, uh, which, you know, right there is the difference as far as, um, you know, going in and, and shooting a couple strokes better. I made uh, one double bogey each day, and I made a lot more bogeys the first day, but the golf course was that hard. And I, but I can tell you this, it's so fair. And I was, I was talking to a couple, all the guys were talking about this, we were saying, like, what I like about the golf course is it tells you exactly what you have to do from the back tees, and that's what I like about it. And maybe the front tees even. Jeez. I, I mean, you know, you move up to the blues at 68. You still, no, you've got a couple more options. From the back tees, it's like, no, you got to hit three wood here, dude, and that's like it. You got to hit three wood here. Um, you know, nope, don't even think about hitting driver, or nope, don't even think about hitting three iron. It's like, you need this to go 250, 260. And then there's other holes where it's like, gosh, you don't want to hit driver here, but you have to. You absolutely have to because it's just the way the golf course it forces you into that kind of decision. Uh, there's a couple other holes that are pretty uh, cool that are shorter, but they can be made very difficult based on getting too close. The greens are so firm. Some of them are elevated, you know, depending on where the pins are, and they can put the pin in a million different places on these greens. So you definitely go out there a couple times, and we, we played it three days in a row, saw three different pins. I mean, each green, each hole played very different depending on where the pin is. You know, you get her like a course around town, like Fleming Island right here in, in town where, where we live and where our shop is. You go there and you play this pins, you know, that are on the greens there at the public golf course. And it's like, nope, golf course is back pins just as normal as the front pin, you know, just front pins just as easy as the back pin. Middle pins, the middle pin. This course, I mean, these greens, I don't know if they did a redo on them one day or if this is what Fazio drew up, but they are undulating, they are tricky, they are massive, but they are not easy to hit. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I missed greens from 60 yards because they're just, they're difficult to hit. And um, I also hit greens from 220 yards. Not that I'm like, it, it's, it's just get a good bounce you know, like you can run up on some of them, but not a lot of them. I don't, I don't know. It was pretty interesting. Another thing kind of worth noting for me and Vic is the par threes. Probably my favorite set of par threes I've ever played on any golf course. Now, this course is in my top five. I'm not going to even rank, I'm not going to rank top five because it's too early to call, but I know right now this course will be in my top five. Tim Aquana, the course we're looking at joining here. We uh, got a board meeting next Wednesday. So a couple podcasts from now, we'll know if we are accepted in Tim Aquana, but that is in my top five. Victoria Nationals in my top five. Chambers Bay is in my top five. I would probably have to think about the other two. I really like Die Preserve down in Jupiter, but I don't know if it's top five material. TPC Sawgrass Stadium, um, definitely going to sneak in there probably because I have an infatuation with that golf course. I don't know what that fifth spot would be. I don't know, like, you know, again, not ranking them. I don't know what the fifth one would be in there. I'm going to think about it. Sentimentally, I love uh, the ocean course at Hammock Beach. Jack Nicholas design. It's also probably the only Jack Nicholas course I've ever played decently well. So that's a reason why I like it. Plus, we have Battle at the Beach there, and that's a, a sentimental event for me because it's like my baby. I love that one. So, but as far as part threes go, Victoria National are, uh, they are special. You know, you got five and seven. Five is really cool. We'll have drone footage of that 100%. Um, we've got some 
swing videos and pictures, but it just doesn't do it justice. You got to be above it to really see it. But if you look it up, it's the one that's it's, the green is shaped like a heart. It's kind of um, it's kind of an island. It's kind of a peninsula, but it's not. You know, there's there's a little bit of land there. Just a really neat one. Uh, seven's a pretty good par three. Some mounding. Actually, Mel put up a picture of her on number seven. So if you go to Mel Shell Golf on IG, you can see a picture of seven, which is cool. Number eleven, I mentioned that two hundred. 30 yards from the very tip, but and it's like 175 kind of from, I don't know, they have uh, somewhere around like seven tee boxes or something like that, uh, you know, on this golf course that uh, you can choose for uh, on each hole. Some of them have more and some of them have a little less, but they got around seven tee boxes. So you can really pick and choose your yardage, but number 11, just awesome. You know, just a bunch of water to the left. Kind of reminds me of an opposite hole at... Um, the champion course at PGA National in Palm Beach Gardens. Like the bear trap. I'm trying to think which hole it would be. Kind of like 17. A little bit, if you're familiar with uh, 17, just opposite would be number 11 at Victoria National. And then, I mean, of course, uh, number 16's ridiculous. Now, I will say it's, it's not as hard as it looks on TV, on TV, when you're watching the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, it is a sliver of a green on camera. In person, it's a little bit bigger. But when you're going into it with the six iron or whatever, it, it is tough. So we got some video of that. That'll be pretty cool to share. Um, and then some other notes on Victoria National. Just the hospitality is amazing. You're going to go there. You got these cottages. You've got to stay in the cottages. We stayed in the uh, Chinook. Chinook? Chinook? I don't know. C-H-I-N-O-O-K. Got a fire pit right outside. Night one, we're out there in the dark, you know, as golfers are finishing up and we're heckling. Well, not heckling, we're cheering, you know? We're cheering everybody on as they're finishing up their round with the fire pit and all that, you know, having a, having some beverages. And it was, um, you know, seltzer boys were seltzering up, getting ready for the big victory. It was a lot of fun. And we kind of see it as, you know, we had eight, well, technically 10, 11 people in this cottage. And that was just cool. You know, everybody hanging out, plenty of space. Everything's just perfect the way it's set up. Um, don't know if you're allowed to do it or not, but we went and got uh, donuts from the Donut Bank. I got to give the Donut Bank some love. Um, I provided, they provided the donuts because I went and bought them, right, on, on Friday and Saturday. Uh, but they, they provided the donuts for everybody, and they are just the nicest, best people and the greatest donuts ever. So Donut Bank, support the Donut Bank whenever you go to Evansville. Whether you're allowed to bring them in the Vic or not, we did. Sorry, Vic, if we're not allowed to. Uh, the buffet at Vic is very good. The breakfast buffet is very good. Mel did something pretty crafty, and that is grab it to go. Put the biscuits and gravy in a cup. And while we're on that, okay, because the biscuits and gravy is amazing and the cups are amazing, you're going to want to steal a lot of the little free swag, okay? You're going to want to steal the teas because they're sick. I don't know if they're at every single Dormy Network course, but they are these, um, you know, if you saw on my story, they're like, same thing as the pins. They're red, black, white, striped. They got the Dormy logo, the Dormy pin, the Dormy flag on the, uh, on the cup of the tee. They're awesome. You just, our players are just like grabbing handfuls of the, of the handful of tees, like left and right. And then you've got like the ball markers, little Dormy ball markers. I probably walked away with like eight or nine of those. Like, oh man, I, I'm walking by the ball markers. I better grab one. For some reason on Saturday, I could not find a ball marker, even though I stole 20 of them. So 
that is really cool, you know, having that. And, you know, they got just, it's just something they do really good there. It's clean. Everything's good. And uh, the accommodations from the cottages where you stay, if you're part of the Dormy Network and you stay in these cottages, and then come over to the clubhouse, the whole package is just where it needs to be. You know, they treat you good, treat you like a member when you're there as an un, un, unaccompanied guest, which technically, that's what we were. We were unaccompanied guests. But not for long, maybe. Because I think Mel and I might be doing a little bit of a, we might do, we might get on the corporate membership for Dormy Network. And if we do, ooh, you can expect more events at these courses. 100% Victoria National and Dormy Club. Those are the ones. Because they are just so special, uh, as is everybody out there, uh, part of the Dormy Network. Got to thank them again. It was just an amazing little year to get together, especially with everything going on with covid we're excited to do something next year. I told Derek and Wes, the Seltzer boys, that they won the one and only Victational that will be a two-man event. So with that being said, they, you know, there's going to be some changes to the tournaments next year. A lot of changes, actually. We might um, do something at Victoria National. We don't know. We might just get people together and do like a little Steve's meet at Vic. Because that I mean, look, it is, it's, it's a pricey trip, you know? It's, like, not easy to get to Evansville. Even, you know, Mel and I drove, and it was an easy drive from Jacksonville, like 10, 11 hours, but flying into EVV is not that easy unless you're coming out of Orlando or Tampa. You know, coming out of Jacksonville, it's just not easy. You got to go to Orlando to get that, that, you know, cool flight there. So um, maybe, maybe up in Atlanta, but at that point, you might as well drive. So we're thinking about it, doing something. We might do something with the corporate membership get on up there. I just, you know, I want to, I just want to play Victoria national more. I'm telling you place is awesome. I'm excited for you to see the pictures. It'll be really cool. And I hope you get to enjoy it. Uh, thanks to all our players the entire year that played in all of our events, trying to get in to the Victational. But I, I know most of you, that was, that was a cool little uh, bonus to get into that, but that wasn't the point. Kind of winning is never really the point of our events, as crazy as that sounds. I mean, I'm pretty competitive when it comes to wanting to win my own events, even though I've yet to do it. Uh, Ryan and I were so close about the loop, so close. But it's still kind of about getting everybody together, having fun, you know, experiencing an amazing golf course like Victoria National, um, like some of the places like Hammock Beach where we have Battle at the Beach and Forest Dunes, which we're excited to go back to after this year. We're excited to go back next year. Just really cool venues. We did Bay Hill this year. We'll probably do something. We're, we're going to do Dormy Club next year. So from, from this point on, we're, you know, we're kind of thinking we're going to have a little bit of a, a change in our events. But, you know, hope to get some new people. That's definitely something that we want. We want to see new faces. So however, however we can do that, maybe bring in events a little closer to you without straying too far from where we're at. Maybe do a couple here in, in Florida. Like we're, uh, we're already talking about doing local events. You know, like a monthly skins game and, and whatnot here and seeing if we can't somehow put together a charity scramble in town and, you know, do that at least once, try and raise money for local children's hospital. Uh, you know, a couple of other ideas we're trying to do, but only one Victational and at least as far as a two-man tournament goes, and that goes to Wes Graham and Derek Tebow, two guys we'll be seeing here in a couple weeks at Players' Cup. So thanks for listening, as always. We appreciate it. Thanks to Cobra Puma Golf, uh, Watson Golf, as always, for what we call the Hangar Hotline when we do any kind of call-in interview. 
we got this little setup here with the, the Rodecaster Pro, or is it the Rode Procaster? I, it's the Rodecaster Pro, that's what it is. Which I see like all the other guys got these now, like No Laying Up got this. Uh, a couple other dudes, Johnny Wonders got one of these, I think, now. Like, this is legitimately the only way to go if you're doing a podcast. Thanks all for listening. We'll talk to you in a couple of days.